Where do you go when you're lonely? Where do you go when you're free? That was like a legit song. You realize that. <laughs> that's fine. That's not the next lyric. Yeah, you pointed at me like I knew this song. I was oh, like, I have no idea what you guys are talking okay. about. Well, well, uh, well yeah. we should, welcome, welcome to the second show, I guess. Yeah, failed failed intro, but we're, we're working on it. We'll Trust work us. through that. It, I think the issue right now is that we're still not in our home habitat that's of true. a pool shed. That's very true. So let's go through a couple intros here. <laughs> so we're, Started off with Noah Gould. How are you? So to be honest, you caught me on a good day. Absolute gorgeous weather today. Went for a bike ride. Had sister at my had dinner at my sister's house, and um, just happy to be here tonight. So thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks Cheers. for coming. Got the beers going. Now, definitely something I do want to dive into. We're coming off a good weekend here. Uh, I did approximately nothing with my weekend, okay. but it seems like you had a fun weekend according to your Snap stories. Yeah, so if you're watching Snapchat and Instagram, you would have noticed, obviously, it was a big night in Hamilton. For a lot of these kids who think Halloween's on Thursday, it actually starts the weekend before. So if Well, you, because if it's the weekend after, then it's November. You can't celebrate Halloween You can't celebrate on November it makes, 1st. It makes no sense. No. There's other holidays you have to give way for. Christmas is around the corner, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so pretty much Saturday night, uh, I got the invite over to Hamilton. My good buddy Travis's birthday actually today. And uh, we decided we'd go out in a town that I'm not that familiar with, but I'm excited to explore more. And uh, it started off at Trav's house. He's got a boa. It's called a Colombian red-tailed boa. It's absolute, a snake. Absolutely gorgeous snake. It's about six feet long. It's yellow. And I think it could, if it wanted to, it could kill you, but it doesn't. <laughs> so I, I actually saw a video of you, yep. and you were you had the snake wrapped around I you, was wearing you were, it. and you were drinking. Yes. Now, my question is... Neither about the beer or the snake. Okay. Is how much time did you spend alone in that basement? With the snake. Or or without the snake, just by yourself. Like, were you a part of the party or did you just... I see what you're saying. So when you go see the snake, some people like snakes, a lot of people are afraid of them. No one actually wants to be anywhere close to you when you have a snake on your shoulder. So that snake could have killed you. It could have, but it wouldn't because, like, it's an understanding, right? Obviously, a lot of people... Did you feed the snake? I didn't have to. Now, did you... Do you have experience with snakes? Like, you're talking like you have experience well, with Well, so snakes. a lot of people... I think Bond can dive into this more, but you know when they talk about the meaning of your name and the direction of your life you'll have? My name's Noah. Obviously, I have a natural relationship with animals. Right, Noah's Ark. Now, were there Classic. any snakes on Noah's Ark? <laughs> I mean, I think it was, what, two of every animal? And of so, every animal ever. That's the story. The thing is, if they so. didn't have snakes, who would have eaten all the mice on the boat? There would have been way too many mice. Well, you well, couldn't have eaten the mice, because there's two of every animal. So if you ate the mice, so there's conflict. In, well, in this whole thing. Well, come here. on. If you look at Noah's so Ark. So you're telling me that Noah's Ark had all of these animals. That's where the book different goes. Different walks of life. I don't life. know how they got them on the boat or where they went. Well, I don't care about how they got them on yeah. the boat, but I'm just saying, natural, naturally, these animals, some may be, you know, uh, the predators, some may be whatever the opposite of that is. Someone's going to dominate Pray. the other animal. So Pray, I think, exactly, I think yeah. it's an ultimate understanding, almost like a, um, what do they call um, nuclear, when you don't shoot each other, mutually assured destruction. They all know that they need this boat to survive, so they're not going to bother trying to kill each other while they're on the boat, because if, if war breaks out there, that's their last safe haven. And that, that transcends species. That's an understanding. Okay, well, uh, Ryan Bond, let's move on. How <laughs> well, was your... Uh, I'm just going uh, to put it out kidding. there. Uh, it started out, I guess you could almost say religious. I'm not a religious man, nor yeah. am, is this going to be a religious podcast. Neither am I, yeah. It's just a story. Um, I, to me, it's good a story, story though. Yeah. It's an interesting story. Uh, and I, how else do you describe my natural connection with animals? That's yeah, the next question. Yeah, you're really just going off the name there. Eh? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Uh, so what did I do with my weekend? I went to. I went on a little double date. I went on two double dates actually. Went from a quiet weekend to a pretty. It's busy funny because really I was quick. involved in neither double date. Mm. Yeah. And I've invited 
Bond and his girlfriend to multiple double and dates. And so have we. Uh-oh. We're mutual on okay. the invite list. I don't know. I, I felt as if I had to, to ask you to invite me. I don't think so, considering we'd already made the plans. And then you text me being like, hey, You're man, next. the next one's You're... on you. And I'd be like, I already told you about this next one we're doing. Did Anyways, um, let's hear it, Bond. <laughs> let's hear it. So uh, Friday, I went to this thing called Pumpkins After Dark. Okay. Uh, in the okay. area. It's supposed to be five thousand over 5,000 handcrafted pumpkins. 19 plus? Handcrafted pumpkins. Not 19 plus. Okay, friend, family friendly. Family friendly. You just you stroll through a path with all these different pumpkins. Beautifully. And they'd be like stacked on top of each other to make like a thing. So there was like Batman, there was really Hogwarts. Wow. Uh, all sorts of different designs. There was like lions and tigers made out of pumpkins. When you and say stuff. Batman, it would be like one pumpkin with his leg, one pumpkin yes, with his Wow. Exactly. Okay. Very, it looked very well done. Uh, I had a few issues with it. It was a little expensive to go. $25? Well, they advertise online that it'll, to spend, you're going to spend an hour there. Um, and that these are all handcrafted pumpkins, hand carved, a lot of work goes into and it. stuff. A lot of work goes into it, and then not only was the walk only about ten minutes long, not an hour. After I paid good money, is for it this, possible that you walk faster than everyone else? I might have walked a tad bit faster, but I, I think know you I, have can, a quick I can attest to it because I've also been to Pumpkins After Dark. Okay. Oh, um, out of nowhere. Okay. And he is not wrong. It takes about fifteen minutes to get through. The most impressive one I found, I don't know if you would concur with this, was the Hogwarts uh, castle. Yeah, the Hogwarts castle was, with Harry Potter and Voldemort. I thought was that was cool. the best one. Because a lot but of like them, the issue, the issue, main issue I had was I reached out at the end to touch one of the pumpkins and it was plastic. It You're wasn't even fucking me. They're made not even properly. carved. It wasn't carved. Wow. But they, did, they would have to do it to preserve the pumpkins, obviously, right? Because yeah, I get it, but all, it's just it felt very false advertising. That really, that really, and really maybe the real the reality is it's financially unfeasible to deliver that authentic experience. Well, that's the thing. Like if you carve the pumpkin on October 1st yeah. what would it look like on Halloween on October I agree 31st? it was just the advertising thing that Rotten. got me Okay, I ended up writing my first ever Google review giving it one star and I blasted this place oh my gosh I feel bad for uh, that company I'm really <laughs> waiting for the owner to you know how sometimes like owners will reach yeah. out I'm really waiting for I've that done, reach out because I yeah. it was a pretty negative interview I, I did negative, that once uh, with, negative a, thing. with an Osmos and they reached out to me which and Osmos I re- <laughs> we, we don't want to. You don't want to put me on the line here yeah, because I. I have tried up. to make amends. They yeah. seem to have gotten better, but I went there and I and I had I just had multiple bad experiences. I reviewed them. One's a mistake. Two's a bad employee. Three's unacceptable. Three, just go bankrupt already. <laughs> yeah. Like, so they reached out to me by the owner or whatever, and they said, "Please contact on this official email." I sent the exact same thing, if not more descriptive, um, and they never even responded to me. So then. I, I made another review, tagging onto the the you initial have to review, follow up. You have and, I, to follow and up. I put a follow up, and I and I gave it to them, and uh, they can ignore the first one, they can't ignore two, and so they didn't they didn't reach out again, um, so I, I protest every week outside <laughs> picket. I'm if glad you, to hear that. If people want to protest with you, where can they find you? <laughs> where what, can they what find day? me? Uh, they could usually find me on Saturdays okay. around 11 a.m. That's that's you like have to a, spend your free days just protesting. Well, it's, it's helping, helping, it's helping it. other people. I'm, I like it. I I'm like protesting it. with my my ability and my freeness because the rest of my time is is You're taken working. up. Yeah. Exactly. Ideally, you I'm protest. a slave. I'm a slave the rest I, of the time. Ideally, you protest all day long. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how, but <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so then, uh, uh, so then my next one, I uh, just went into Toronto, visited some friends. That was a good time. Uh, I hate Toronto traffic, but I'll leave it at that. Matt, what did you get up to this weekend? You got home pretty late Saturday. I wouldn't say late, more just like it took longer than it should have. Okay, okay. Maddie. So, uh, yeah. Flipping I, uh, it over to Matt. I tried to keep uh, the weekend 
as relaxing as possible. I find a lot of my weekends... You need to recover from your work week. Well, a lot of my weekends I find just on the go, even though they're things that I like to do. And want to do. I just find that there's so much time, almost like how you're saying with the traffic and driving, there's so much time you waste going... Transport. Like, yeah, in between things you want to do. Sure, you're having a small portion of of things that you like, you're enjoying, but there's a big portion where you're just spending it Wait, aimlessly waiting. getting yeah exactly Idle. waiting so this weekend i tried to keep that at a minimum and okay. just kind of stay put at home what were some activities you can do from your own house uh cook you okay. can cook maybe make something you've always wanted to make can you tell me bake. what you one thing you cooked this weekend yeah so uh Ooh. we we did a layout of dips Ooh. so we we did a homemade spinach and artichoke dip we did this bean salsa Okay. Um, a pico de gallo. Okay. Um, so those are three things we made. Uh, the, t- the tortilla chips were not made by you us. Can't, you can't make everything. Um, obviously, Someone all these things. Someone already perfected the recipe, right? Why the ingredients, you... the one place I did go yep. was the grocery store. Okay. Fortino's, okay. Fortino's right by your house? No, I went to uh, Sobeys. And we, we're going to introduce a new segment at the end of the podcast yep. today called Pet Peeve well, of the Week. You went to Sobeys, what'd you expect? And uh, I, I got a little bit to say about this experience to the grocery I store. I cannot wait till two hours from now to hear that. I'm pretty pumped <laughs> to actually hear that because I've got a few pet peeves of my own. I'll save them for later weeks, but I do know they drive me absolutely insane. So definitely pumped to hear that. Because pet it peeve probably, of the night. It could be similar to one of mine. Like, who knows? Okay, hey, who knows? But uh, uh, good thing that Noah brought this up earlier in, in his weekend, I didn't Halloween. Get, I didn't oh, get to go out on my Saturday night, really. No, but what about your you Halloween party? How was the Halloween party That's overall? exactly what I want to talk about. Okay, so we'll get there. Halloween, it's coming up. That's what we want to talk about. We want okay, to talk let's about dive Halloween. into Halloween. It's the it's the most prominent holiday I'd say in, t- in right now. Everyone's worried. You think about so? It. Right you know now, what? yeah. I'm gonna do a fun little game with you guys. Actually, it's Dia del de los Muertos. I'm gonna this, this week. If anyone can May tell 5th? me, that's Cinco de Mayo. Oh, dude, so tough, close. tough one. Yeah. Tough if anyone one. can tell me where Halloween originated. Ooh. I'll make sure to bring a prize for that person next week. Ooh, Germany. I, I remember reading this a little while ago. I actually, actually read it once too. It's not Germany, but it is somewhere in Europe. I think it's Europe, and it's it was Halloween. It was Eve, like fourteen hundred, and the whole thing was to scare away spirits, if I'm not uh, mistaken. The I whole think, thing is you dress up yeah, as it's it's also supposed to be the. You I could be making up this up to scare the spirits away. I might have seen back. this on like Sabrina no, or Teenage read, Witch, but the whole thing is like that, that time of factual, the year. It's factual. Well, that time of the year is supposed to be when like the veil between the living and the dead is the thinnest. Yes, and it's I think it might even be that day that at like October two a.m. or something. It's supposed to be when the veil between the dead and the living is the absolute thinnest, so it's the most likely time to be haunted or for evil spirits to come through. And the whole point to dress up. I've been haunted. Was to scare those uh, evil spirits back. Then, Matt, you're fact checking this right well, now. Wait, wait, I, I don't know if any of that's true. But the country. I, my, I said I, my guess is my yeah. guess is Germany, but so, I don't know. I haven't made my guess yet. What's your guess? Um, one, I want to say I've heard a variation of that story where you're greeting the dead as they come back, and you want to dress like them. Ah, dude, see, I don't they, know. They I, both, I don't know where I heard this. Could, like maybe I made it up right now. I don't and know. I'm gonna say it was. 1327, the first <laughs> year, and it was in Scotland, but at the time was a completely different name that I don't remember. I'm right. going with 1734 <laughs> in what is now known as Germany. I don't know what it would have been, what it, it would have been referred we need to, to as someone back then. that knows history. Now, I don't have a, an exact date because this was a quick fact check. <laughs> um, actually, I guess I sort of have a date 2000 years ago. Okay, okay, so I was closer. I'll take that one. So 2000 years ago. That's when it dates back to, and it dates back to the ancient 
Celtic Festival. In Scotland! Um, <laughs> I think the Celts are Ireland. Uh, Celts are Ireland. Yeah. Samhain. Sorry to all my Irish friends out there if I couldn't pronounce that right, but yeah. uh, mostly in the area. Sowin. Oh, Sowin. Oh, it's right there. Sowin. Yeah, come on. The, Anyways, M, the M and the H make a W. So mostly in the area that is now Ireland. Okay. Um, the United Kingdom and Northern France celebrated their new year on November 1st. So I don't know how actually that ties So the in. United Kingdom has includes Scotland. I'm calling. Uh, I'd like to I'm going to call BS on this. I think my mine's uh, more reasonable. Well, Bob, this is Google you're arguing with. Yeah, so, and I yeah. think Google is false. Does oh, Google put out wow. misinformation? Question for another day. Now we can we can try and get a more uh, descriptive. I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy. But, uh, you Scotland, know what? We can Google it. Scotland. At least we can say we did our What's research. What's the prize I get? I'll bring it next week. I haven't decided okay. to be honest. I actually thought about doing this little game before, and I meant yeah. to. I meant to research that to I don't put want it any on single use plastic. the show. But no, of course not. I would never do that. Nice. That's a fist bump if you didn't hear so, that. So, <laughs> um, let's just get a quick recap. Noah, what were you for the Halloween party? Okay, what was your costume? So, for me, it's a tough year because usually I try to go a variation of something I can be without a shirt on. Um, and of course, unless, it's usually firefighter. I've done firefighter many times. I've done cowboy. Like pretty much anything I can do without a shirt. And I was looking at my myself this year, and I said, you know what? You put on a belly. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I put on a belly. It's just that I wanted to. You're mix more self conscious. Well, to be honest, no. <laughs> No. So what I'll say is I, I saw, saw the costume and there's nothing self-conscious about this, <laughs> this outfit at yeah. all. So basically I was cleaning my bedroom. It was about three nights before Halloween and I found this blue like leotard on the floor, but it pretty much is a leotard with no sleeves. Yeah. It was a pretty revealing leotard. You could see you were hanging out with a couple snakes that night. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I that might be any, a joke of the night candidate. I won't make that any might be a joke of the night that, But actually upon video review, I did realize, wow, it was, yeah, it was quite revealing. It outfit. was tight. It was but, tight. But uh, basically what it, I didn't know what it was. I sent a Snapchat to a few friends and someone said James McElroy from Blades of Glory. Yeah. Oh, and great flick. Hilarious. Not everyone picked it up right away, but when I told them what I was, it was hilarious. Yeah, right? and fire nice. It was. A, it was. Is that what he says? I think. I think I that's essentially even, what the costumes are. They become like. I haven't seen the movie. So I haven't really watched the movie yeah. that much. I'm yeah. pretty sure it is. And you so would was, have been the ice guy. I was pretty excited, so I was wearing that, and I was feeling pretty good. Um, I'd gone to the gym that morning. Obviously, it wouldn't have been as ineffective as a workout unless you had Bond personal training you. Um, we'll <laughs> talk. About, we'll talk about those details in a little bit. But uh, yeah, it was a good night. Went out in the Hamilton, not a town I'm very familiar with, but uh, it was just all about having fun and being together. And I saw a lot of old friends. And uh, a lot of people are worried about Hamilton. They say it's not a safe place. And I hate Hamilton. What I will say is, it's as safe. It it's as safe as you are. If you if you're safe, you'll be safe. But if you act, if you start to act tough or be dangerous, then you can get. You can now you dangerous. said act tough. Do you think I act tough? Is that something you want to bring up? Is that, <laughs> is that something that's on your chest? I don't think that you act that tough. Okay. Perfect. I think you're very moderate. Okay. So but you're saying you, you're, you're saying, saying Matt, that you're saying you, Matt would get jumped in Hamilton. No, I don't think anyone would. I think okay. all, like, anyone could be safe there. But if like you could find, it's trouble. not necessarily. I don't think it's safe. I just think it's dirty and disgusting, and I don't like to go there. There's always fucking crazy shit that happens, and it's not that they're bothering me. It's just that I don't want to be associated with it. Okay. I guess that sounds like pretty privileged to say, but when I think of Hamilton. I think of... I go to different parts of Hamilton than you, maybe. I think there uh, are... The mountain's nice. Yeah, the mountain's nice. But when I think of Hamilton, I, I just think of, like, scratching my skin until it bleeds because I needed to get it off <laughs> off me. Like, you know, like, you know when pe how people are with bugs? They're like, oh, I feel like I have bugs on me. 
That's how I feel about Hamilton. When you people go, say the oh, word, like, I have Hamilton no, on Yeah, me. no joke. Right now, my, my chin is starting to itch. <laughs> then what's we'll the I like Hamilton. I had a good time. Okay, uh, good. My cool. grandma lives there, right? Oh, okay. Well, so, okay. yeah. I, I, I take uh, back everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I basically went to a few clubs. Uh, there was a bit of an issue where the first club we went to, you could buy a ticket ahead of time. $15 for the ticket. Some people didn't have them. We couldn't go into that club. Not a big deal. To be honest, my first reaction was, I bought a ticket. I'm going to go in the club. Everyone else have fun. But uh, it turns out we were all there to beat it with each other anyway. And then we end up going to a throwback that I think you guys are both familiar with, Dirty Dogs. I've been to Dirty, Dirty Dogs, dogs man. <laughs> I, hate, I literally hate Dirty Dogs. It's so shit. So, like, it's literally a country bar, and then there's a door that leads into a club. I have that's not. That's the stupidest thing, and it's so small. Going back to these places, I remember going to them at a young age as a youth and really enjoying myself. Coming in, I could see why I had so much fun back then, but the truth is the things I'm looking for at the bar and club aren't just the same. A, a wife? Love? Well, the thing is... You're not going to find a love at Dirty Dogs. Or in Hamilton. Don't go to Hamilton if you're What I will say is I am looking for love, but I don't want to say I go to the bar because I'm looking for love. I'm looking for love literally everywhere. So the bar is included in that, but anywhere I'm at. um, The gym, the library. Here right now? Here right now? (laughs) I mean, if she walks in the door, you're not going to say... If someone were to knock on my door and they were were friendly and charming, yeah, I'd have a conversation (laughs) with them. But uh, yeah, so anyways, we ended up going to that bar and definitely a weird atmosphere going in there. In the line, I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I'm going to talk about just something I've done a lot is like bring your alcohol into the bar. And uh, I had a flask on me and I decided I gave it to a few people in line with me. I said, look, this is safe to drink. I'll have a little bit. You have some, I had to leave the flask. I couldn't bring it into the bar. They checked my bag as I walked in. And they and, knew it was there. No, I left it outside. Oh, I left it outside as a gift for, I guess, the next person in line. Because when I came back, it was gone. So someone had taken it. Um, just a bit of crown royal. So, which leads me back. Like, you left something outside, and someone couldn't resist themselves. They saw a flask, but I don't on the streets. And I don't think that's a it. Hamilton thing. Like, no, I don't. I think that's like an anywhere dude, you thing. You like, a flask outside of bars, so I'm gonna go, especially oh, around a bar where there's all sorts of drunk people and, and, that they're just looking for free drinks. You see a flask, and not even to say that they saw a flask. Like, if you if you just saw, like they might have just been like, oh, cool, a flask. I want a flask. Like, that's sweet. But anyways, we were in the bar for a little while. We ended up taking skipping the Uber home. Luckily, Liam's girlfriend was DD in because the Uber was ninety dollars. Surge prices. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Louise. Yeah. Halloween weekend. But uh, overall, made it home safe and sound, and was able to go to the gym the next day. So call it a victory for me that weekend. Yeah. Hey, uh, cheers. Now, cheers did you actually go to the gym? Because I texted you saying, "Do you want to work out?" And you said, "I'm too hungover." <laughs> I went to the gym at like 3.30. Dude, all I'm saying is like, thanks for letting me know. So do you, oh, I, I imagine you're going to the gym in the morning. Like, are you waiting? Yeah, I think I went in the morning. That's what I mean. Like, for um, me, it's like, I missed that, so. Yeah, but we, what I'd like to actually talk about now. Halloween itself. Well, we're talking about Halloween. Talk about the hauntings. I think, I think we're at a point where there's not too many times in the year you can really bring this up without it sounding like a ghost podcast. You're so right. But I think all of us have experienced this some sort of ghost, haunting. This, it's spooky season. It's spooky season. So it's let's all give... Season. A good spooky story here. I got a good um, one. Now, we'll start with recent, Matt. we'll start with Matt and I together. Actually, Tan- have this a, a good tandem one. story. It's a tandem story. Tandem story. Shout um, out tandem bicycle. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, yeah. uh, we gotta fill it in everywhere we can. So, Matt and I recently we went on a nice double date. Is, uh, Matt invited me to this one. Yeah, this, this class sounds about right. This year. Yeah, this was this, this year. year. This Talking was about, about a month ago. ago. Bonds only we went to some place weeks. in Toronto. Uh, won't shout them out to give away kind of what happened, but essentially... And you don't want to give them that free press. We went to this only. thing, and it was essentially a seance. So we tried to call spirits. <laughs> and we walked around this house from the early 1800s. It was actually an official house built in the 1800s that was Pretty moved spooky. to this location. Uh, they told us a whole haunted story, backstory. Matt, if you want to dive into but, it at all. But uh, 
I will say for the record, because Bond's making it sound like this is what we signed up for. You didn't know. I originally had done like a haunted walk um, in Ottawa, and it was fantastic. It was educational, uh, kind of spooky. Some spooky His- things historical. happened. Historical. Oh, yeah. 100% historical. And so that's what I thought we were signing up for. So I actually kind of took the lead on this and signed up for it, paid for it. Bond and his girlfriend didn't really. I don't you think... soaked the bill. Well, I didn't soak the no, bill. No, 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 no. Oh, like you just put the reservation. I just I put the reservation in, they and I don't know if they did too much research about okay. it. But we, even, did, we didn't research it at all. But even if you did the research, yeah. like I did, because I was still duped. Yeah. Like even the research makes it believe that this is kind of just a haunted walk, but it goes a little bit above and beyond. So this. Might... So there was a few people like pissed at me, aka my <laughs> girlfriend, <laughs> for for doing this. Yeah. But I I think now she understands that. I didn't. I didn't purposely set this up. So I have so, a question that might be premature. Yeah. Do you think the reason they were duping you is because they needed to attract bodies that they could potentially like transfer your soul? Like I don't through think the it was like to transfer your soul. But essentially, okay. what happened is we walked. It was it was ninety minutes long. To a spirit. And we walked through this house, and essentially we keep doing different kind of tests. We won't like if a bell rings or Ooh, there's a Ouija there's, there's board a in the room and all yeah. this stuff. And you're oh. trying to call spirits, and, and like, it's definitely all based stuff on a, did happen. On a prior investigation, so they wow. make you believe, and you listen to the the legitimate tapes yep. of the prior investigation back in the '60s, and so you're kind of recreating this whole investigation to see if you can get the same results. Did the bell ring? The wow. bell ends up ringing. I was actually the only person that saw it. You're kidding. So it wasn't like it was a speaker or a sound effect. Like, I genuinely saw the bell, move. the bell move and nobody was around it. Like, the thing, like, so at the end of the day, how can they make What we did is we did all sorts of tests. A couple things, like, definitely happened while we were in that place. Like, a bell rung, something fell. Um, just kind of basic stuff. And it's hard to almost describe. And at the end, we did a seance. And there was about 16 people in this room, wow. all holding hands. We tried to call forward a spirit. And this may sound super ridiculous because I don't even know how to tell the story without it sounding ridiculous. But at the time, it was by far the absolute scariest thing I have ever done. Like, scarier than any movie I've ever watched. Scarier than I've ever (laughs) felt in my life. Like, I'm just saying, I, like, had shivers. Like, I was feeling cold, like... like, but I'm also a believer in kind of ghosts and, and you stuff. you genu- generally try to avoid haunted situations. I do try to avoid haunted situations. Which brings it back to what I said. Like, <laughs> I didn't purposely set anyone up for this. Um, for example, I, when we went in there, they do they have these EMF readers. Yeah. Can so you, can you electromagnetic the, uh, field, field, field. Yeah. readers. And what, what does the spirit do to the electromagnetic field? It just uh, makes I it have light no up. idea, man. It makes it light up. It makes it light up, There's essentially. But, it, yeah, it's beyond yeah. but essentially, I guess they, they produce a high magnetic energy. Yeah, okay. And so that's that's what that has to do with. And so they hand these out, and every time the lights lit up to the red section or even the yellow section, you're supposed to yell, Spike. Now, I volunteered for this. Uh, I wanted to hold <laughs> I wanted to hold one of them. So I hold it I'm holding one of these the whole wait, wait, time. What, what were the colors though? Oh my god. Is this is this where that's going? No, that's not where this is gonna be going <laughs> at this point, but we will um, bring up the fact that yes, I am colorblind. So that'll be uh, a story for another day. When you know, when I feel ready to bring it up. But the colors were uh, green, yellow, and red, just like traffic lights. Okay, yeah. So when they got to red, that was the most severe. That was the most amount of electromagnetic, electromagnetic force. Field. Yeah, exactly. So um, there was several points where people, because there was another person holding it, uh, where that we would get a lot of spikes. One in particular, where we were in the basement, 
and we were using um, this like recorder, this AM/FM recorder, and basically you ask questions, and the, the spirits try to be brought through the static the noise. Okay, exactly. Right? Right? So we we had no, but like nothing happened during that. To be clear, so like that was kind of whoa, a whoa, something happened, <laughs> but it wasn't through the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden these they tools speaking no the like these tools at the chimney nearby fell what so this lady the lady guiding us is like all right everyone come over here and well, we're all at this point like genuinely all like 15 people <laughs> are terrified oh so no God. one is you moving you don't even know where to go she so says then, someone with an emf reader follow me i take the lead on this one here. i go up with that's the only one who goes i'm holding literally it literally goes i'm the only one that goes and i try to examine these tools and how they could have fell and she was Let's was, not forget, your girlfriend is not happy you left her. <laughs> <laughs> she, well, the the, the girl running She's like, it, let someone else go. The girl running was trying to fucking play me because she was putting them up on the thing. I mean, we'll get why she was playing me later. Okay, but she was setting up the tools and like trying to push them down. And be like, oh, see, uh, they couldn't have fallen by themselves or, or whatever this and that. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting no, I'm getting no readings. And she's like. Well, you're also standing all the way over there. So she fucking chirped me. She <laughs> well, fucking chirped me. How far away? I'm the only you? person that runs over there, and she chirped you're me like for being a little away? bitch. You're ten feet away, or how dude? Far like away? I'm, I'm not gonna per- lie. Like I was not moving from where I was. I was so terrified. Well, at this I was point. literally frozen. Dude, in time. I was sitting there. I'm just hugging my girlfriend, being like, "Hey, babe, like everything's gonna be okay." <laughs> and my girlfriend. I'm well, I have both of our girlfriends. I'm not just saying it to my girlfriend. I'm like saying it to myself you to be like, "You saying I wish. I think the spirit was hugging me, being like, "Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay." Because, dude, I was like shaking. But I'm holding my girlfriend, like trying to be that tough man. Like, no, we're all good. We're all good. But I was terrified. Oh yeah. So then we moved. We moved on. We moved on upstairs. That's and when, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take over the upstairs portion just because this part. So we did. So we. we they, she unveiled this Ouija board. Never a good idea. Dude, Never a good I, idea. Like you, we know what they are. I've seen the movies. Even if you haven't seen the movies, you don't need Dude, to. Like, you Ouija know the boards are actually one of the like scariest things to me. I actually had an experience when I was young with a Ouija board. How old? Uh, I was at a cottage that was like rented by my family. I don't know. No, like probably like I was like eight or nine. I swear something happened. It's a tough age to use a Ouija board. Dude, I'm not going to get into it, but like definitely something happened that night. And ever since then, I think that might have been what like scarred me for ghosts and stuff. But anyways, they're using this Ouija board. I was not going to be using it. So I wasn't touching that thing. How far away were you? And could you move at this point? I could move. I was feeling okay. I was like kind of standing a little bit back from the group. There was a bell behind us that she had placed earlier. And she's like, if this rings at any point, then we know there's something here. <laughs> so I'm just kind of scanning the room. Everyone else is looking at the Ouija board. I kind of turned around. And right at that moment, they asked a question to the Ouija board. And the this bell, bell rings. <laughs> but not just like a sound that it could be a recording. Like I mentioned, like yeah, this moved. thing fucking moved. And I was the only one who saw it. And I was sitting there. I was like, no, this is how I die. Like this is it. Where like, do you I'm go? Done. Where do you go? There's nowhere to go, man. The know. whole house is haunted. We're it's, in pitch black. It's dark. Like, oh the only my thing is, like, there's like a, one candle lit in every room, just enough so you could see where your feet are. Kinda. Can you see people's faces? No, not like <laughs> maybe a little bit, but not really. It does sound terrifying. So then that happens. Uh, we kind of go downstairs. Do it's kind of we do a seance. So this is at the end of it. So what is a seance for those of people that don't know? So we were everyone holds hands in a circle, sitting down, standing up, sitting around, sitting down. You have, like, broadcast white noise behind you. Oh, my you, goodness. And then you try to call forward the spirits with, like, kind of words or, like, sayings and stuff. And are the spirits, are they people that, like... And our you... group leader at the time. Okay. Sorry, but... Uh, so, they kind of tell us, like, a couple of the spirits are angry, a couple are friendly, blah, okay. blah, blah. You want the good ones in, keep the bad ones out. I guess, but then, like, we're not really... We had a few things happen throughout the tour, like we mentioned, but then nothing was really happening during the seance. So, then our leader was like, all right, now we're going to start trying to anger the, the spirits. They're not, they're not reacting to nothing 
nice things. So and we're you're start, like, no, 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 we don't have to. Dude, so she's like, we're going to start yelling at the spirit. So everyone start yelling. No one's yelling anything. Dude, everyone is terrified. And I can't, like, stress this enough. This story sounds like it wasn't scary. Oh it was so it's scary. Pitch, it's pitch black. Yeah, that's when we learned our leader was a fucking psycho. Psychopath. <laughs> like, which is funny because, honestly, this whole thing, we did, like, a lot of research um, like when we were doing the seance, fucking doors were slamming. Bell, the bell was ringing upstairs. No one's upstairs. Bell no one's upstairs. Bell was the bell was the bell was going. We heard a door slam, like, and then all of a sudden, like everything just stops. And then our leader's like, "Okay, like everything stopped. We need to get out of the house right no. now." Um, and then she's like, "When you leave, whatever you do, don't look back at the house. Oh my! Because goodness. if you look back at You'll the house, something. and there's something in the window you're looking at, it's gonna by, be with no, you. But by looking oh. at it, you're inviting it to stay with oh. you." So what do oh, I do? You I fucking look no, back. No, dude, the whole time I'm like, don't look back, don't look back, don't yeah, look back. Dude. But I'm just such a curious person that it's... she's like going to close the door. And what do I do? I fucking look back. Got... Dude, and I'm sitting there no. and I'm just like, I fucking look. I fucking look. Like, the spirit's it? with me, dude. The spirit's the spirit? with me. No, I didn't see anything. Oh, okay. But then like, so then on the drive home, we talked about if we thought it was real, everything. Well, I'll get into that conversation in a second, but I got home. Did the spirit say anything dude, in the car right my now? Girlfriend, <laughs> my girlfriend, she passes out like nothing happened. She's Gucci. She's oh, good. Your heart's dude, gonna be I'm right. sitting up. I did not sleep for hours, dude. I'm <laughs> sitting up in the bed with like friends or like, I can't remember how I met your mother on or something. Just something to f- have some light and like just some sound in the room. Proof. But I, I swear where someone was watching me that night but then matt so matt ended up doing some research it though. was ted so for i did some research yeah, so like back bond up on that how okay. scary it was i wanted to go to bed my girlfriend was too scared to <laughs> uh to go to bed she was really uh disturbed by what happened um even if like she somewhat convinced herself that it was fake but uh yeah we stayed up all night as well because of how scared we were yeah. but i i did some research because i i was just i know what happened but I really wanted to get to the bottom of it. I wanted That's to the bottom line to be able to. Is this authentic? What I felt exactly. Yeah. And, and so, and so maybe give them praise. Like they did a good job. From what I read, a lot of people had very similar experiences, and I've talked to people yeah. who uh, who who think that they've been through uh, an experience like that, like it's rigged, but they've necessarily done the particular one we've done. So. Uh, I think it was rigged. We don't have an answer we for everything. We think it was fake. And one of the main things that Matt found is digging through Instagram. He ended up finding who our group leader was. Oh, and her right. Instagram bio is that she's an actor. Yeah. Well, that's so actress. She, that's she wasn't thing, the right? paranormal uh, investigator that she claimed to be. <laughs> so that's like a big <laughs> I red flag. that word up. So oh. that's, a, that's a big red flag. And yeah, you know what? It probably was all fake. But I have to give props to them. Yeah, because they did a really they, good job executing. It was worth the money that yeah, we spent. It was worth the were. time. And it was by far the most scared I've ever been in my life. That's amazing. Which was awesome. And I think it was a super, super great so, experience. So, Bond, now that you're in a place where you're not scared, do you want to be more brave next time? Like, do you feel like next time you're I think I like. I think, like, physically and, like, how I showed at the time, I think I was definitely brave. Um, but, like, personally, on the inside, I was screaming like a little girl. Yeah. Which is, but that's bravery is not the absence of fear. It's the presence of fear. Wow. And the perseverance through it. Exactly. So, I think... I was a courageous fellow that day. Stoic. Stoic. So no, that's that's kind of our scary. Is that both yours? I know I'd you say have one too. Let's hear Let's yours. Combine. So mine is cool because Bond, you were part of it. So wow. Remember, so Bond, and, Bond and was a... part of it too. Actually, why? Well, I just remember like I texted the group chat when after it happened. I told you guys, and Bond was like, "Oh, I want to talk about it." And so did you. Both of you guys said you want to talk about it. So basically, I'll just back it up a little bit. 
when I was in fourth year in University of Guelph, I lived in a house with seven people. This is important, but not quite yet. Um, anyways, over reading week, we everyone, like last year, oh, you do a grad trip to Punta Cana. I was like, you know what? Why don't we do a little different this year? We'll go to Habitat for Humanity in Lafayette, Louisiana. On the way down there, you stop in New Orleans, and New Orleans, very similar to Kingston, is actually one of the most haunted cities in the world. Um, so one of the things that they do is they take you on a haunted tour of the French Quarter. This was graciously paid for us by Habitat for Humanity Group based on like the things that we already bought. It was free. And um, it was pretty good. It was historical. The The woman was very authentic like in the way she presented the, the history. And it was just like... You, you're not used to being exposed to that stuff, especially not in Louisiana when it's like hot and nice. So you associate scary with like bad weather. Yeah, cold almost. Cold, yeah, yeah cold and damp. Like Louisiana, beautiful, beautiful state, beautiful state, and gorgeous city in New Orleans. It's actually right after Mardi Gras, but that's neither here nor there. Bit of a mess in that town, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're going through, and like you're talking about, like this haunted hotel room where they tell stories about like people come all over the world to stay the night and like leave in the middle of the night because they're too terrified. Because there's so other like, things they experience. Well, I know, like, Louisiana's kind of known for their, like, bayou and all that, right? Like, bayou. isn't it, like, fog rolling through the bayou, which well, kind of makes it, like, a, that so creepy, kind of ghostly environment? To be honest, a lot of the history, especially with the, the hauntings, had to do with kind of the atrocities committed there during slavery and it being, okay, that makes sense. historically. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, as you go through, you probably talk up, like, three or four haunted places that are pretty scary. The last one we go to, our, our guide, her name was D'Artagna. Very cool. She goes, look. Nice name. It's a beautiful name. She goes, look. This house over here, tell us, she goes, before we go over there, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not crossing the street. I will not go stand by it. I don't look at it when I pass it. This is why I'm facing you talking about it. She did this horrific story about the hauntings there and like 50 people that were locked away and like tortured and just this gruesome, gruesome story and why it's so haunted. And then she goes, okay, I'm going to give you two minutes. I'm going to walk across this, like to the next intersection. You can take a picture of the house. You can go and stand in front of the house, take a picture, but I'm going to warn you, as you said earlier, it was if you take a picture of the house then you're capturing a portion of the spirit and bringing it with you. Oh. And so all these, you got all these guys who are good friends, like, oh, like, like girls or guys, people that are just like, oh yeah, I'm not afraid. Like, I'm going to take a picture. It's cool, right? Yeah. And I'm just sitting there and I wasn't thinking about myself because I was like, I'm not worried about a ghost for myself, but I live with six other people. I can't bring a spirit back to my student house. They're going to be pissed. Yeah. Right? So I don't even think I took a picture. We're going to fast forward about two weeks. I, at the time, had an office on campus. I was the vice president of communications for the college of social applied human sciences student alliance not a big deal um i won by a landslide <laughs> and anyways i had an office on campus and it was tucked away and i'm just sitting there it's probably 11 o'clock i was doing a coding assignment because for whatever reason for whatever reason i took intro to computer science coding super hard anyways i'm doing my coding it's like 11 o'clock no one's there and i'm i have a window that just looks into like a dark portion of campus no one can see and all of a sudden i get a phone call and I just look at it, unknown. Okay, now I remember. You remember the story. Now I remember. I get a phone call, unknown. And, like, I was always kind of creeped out being there late at night because there's just nothing. Like, it's pitch black and there's nothing going on. And I'm, like, in an old building, the only one in there. I get this phone call. I pick up. I go, hey. Said hello or something. And all I hear is this. Just heavy breathing. And I, I go, ha, ha, good one. Like, who is this? Thinking it's a joke. And then it just continues. Just soft, heavy breathing. And I probably goes for like 20 seconds. and I, just, I have goosebumps right now. And I just listen to it. And I'm just like, 
okay, um, hang up. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, not a big deal. And as I look around, you know, your mind starts playing tricks on you. A lot of yeah, psychology. Of and I'm just like, looking at where I am and I'm like, you know what? I'm too vulnerable in a place right now to be here if I am being haunted. I was like, I got to get the heck out of here. I pack up my bags as quick as possible. Probably takes me about two minutes. I get another phone call from the unknown number. Don't even look at it. I'm just out the door. <laughs> as I'm like running home across campus, everyone I stop and see, I think I saw someone at the bus stop and like, Someone on the, two people on the way home, I said, look, I need to tell you what just happened. I was in Louisiana. I told them the background about the story, and I just got a phone call. If, like, you hear about something horrible happening to me tomorrow, you knew it was, it was a ghost. Like, I so want you, you to know that. People. You actually stopped people. People that I knew, like, people that I oh, recognized. Right. On campus, sure, like, sure. I, like, walked past. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to tell you this. Like, this is what happened. It's yeah. like a 10-minute walk to my house. The whole time, I'm just terrified. But at the same time, like, you know what? This is probably the boys playing a prank. But you don't know, right? So it's I don't just know. like the unknown is is haunting so all, you. All I'm sitting there is like, I'm going to go in there and go, good joke, boys. Like, whoever's at my house, people probably at my house. Yeah. And I walk in, and it was Wade and Liam, I think Wade's girlfriend, Steph. And they were just sitting on their bed, just chilling. And I was like, all right, good one. Like, you guys got me. That was funny. And they all just looked at me, and they're like, what are you talking about? They played me ice cold. What, what are you talking about? We didn't call you. I was like, all right, let me see your phone history. I don't know how they called me, but I wasn't in anyone's phone history. So I was like, okay, oh my gosh. Like, all of a sudden, it just got real to me. But I was playing it cool. Because guess what? You're only scared in, when you're alone. Right. I'm playing it cool, whatever, everything's good. And I went to bed. I think I actually fell asleep originally. But when I woke up, oh. oh my goodness. I woke up to a vivid dream of, like, seeing a spirit enter my room. And then I woke up, and I was like, okay, it was just a dream. How are you sure it was a dream? You never, you never. Are well, you that's ever? how they come is like through your dreams. Well, right? and that's so. Either way, I was visited. Whether it was my own manifestation or it wasn't, that maybe doesn't even make a difference. But uh, basically, I woke up in the middle of the night and I tossed and turned probably for thirty minutes in my room. Turned the light on, read my book, and I was like, I am way too scared right now. And when you're a kid, what do you do? You go sleep in adult room, right? When you're scared. So I was like, okay, I gotta go find the nearest adult. Luckily, everyone I live with was twenty one. So <laughs> and uh, I just rolled down the hall to my boy Liam. I know he's always up late and like he's got a couch in his room, so there's always a place to sleep. And I pretty much lay on the couch, and I just like try to get comfy. You could have put me on like, you could have given me anesthetic. I could not fall asleep on that couch. I was still like, I'm just sitting You're there. Shook. You're well, shook. I'm just like, I'm like, oh, it's cool that I'm in the room, but like, guess what? I'm still vulnerable over here. Like, I need to be protected. So I end up sliding into Liam's bed with him, and yeah. he literally just wakes up and he goes, "What are you doing?" He's like, but he says it gently. He's like, "Oh, like, what are you doing, man?" And I was just like, "Yeah, like someone's coming to sleep. Like, it's not like a mean. Like, I'm not attacking him, right? Yeah. It's, like a nice, it's a nice gesture. Everyone likes to cuddle." So he's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And I go, "I had a bad dream and I can't sleep." And he just said. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> and then we slept together. And basically the next day I walked out of there and I was like, okay, every time I've ever watched a scary story and thought I'm going to be like brave and okay, I was like, I got smoked last night. And all day I was like, okay, I'm going to do this better. Like I'm ready tonight. I was jacking, I was getting jacked up and I was like, I'm going to face this, whatever the spirit is tonight. And then I get home and Liam was like, okay, hey, I got to tell you something. I was like, what? He goes, we called you. <laughs> Oh, so, oh it was so it was fake. It was fake. So he's like, Wade called you last night. And basically what happened the was... breathing thing? So Wade just said that he was going to prank me, but he didn't think of anything to say. So he just breathed into the phone. And I was like, wow, that's an incredible prank. Like, I was so scared. Really, really good job. So how did they delete their phone history? Oh, can you just do that? I think, honestly, I think they might have called me just like someone else's phone. I didn't look at everyone's true. phone. I just yeah, looked like true. two. But like, cause, because I was so convinced by how well they were just like, we didn't... Like, what are you talking about? Like, we didn't call you. They kept it so cool. Um, yeah, I will say excellent prank. Disappointed because I was, 
I'm telling you right now, that night, I was literally going to stand out naked in my living room. <laughs> say, like, come and get me. <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, so that's my haunted story. Luckily, it was just uh Those just are some good. That's that's a good story, actually, you know. <laughs> Honestly, Those like, are good I, stories. Th- just something that came up to my mind, because actually, when we were at our thing, is the ladies, like, before we go in, everyone take a picture, let me know if you guys see a ghost and stuff. So then my girlfriend takes a picture. Oh, I was never, like, I'm not fucking taking a picture. take a picture. And I remember someone saying and it must have been you now saying like if you take a picture and you yeah. capture a ghost in it that it's ghost with is with you. with you so i actually made my girlfriend delete her photos at <laughs> dude, that time i think it's as soon as you take the picture it's in you nah dude i i said no 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 delete it we've had no experiences since yeah if there's any ghosts listening right now please do not come haunt us but uh, i think i think we do bring up an, an interesting point that you touched on before our spirits inherently evil no, I'd say yes and no. I mean, you were at my house for a, something I like when to say. When the guitar, the guitar. When the guitar strummed, I have no memory. Fuck, I have no I remember, memory so, of this. So that's, that's a story. So like, I was having Noah at the time. Like, we were probably in grade Seven, six. Dude, we were young. We were super probably young. Probably 12, you're right. Maybe a little younger. Is it when yeah. we were sleeping, like, under the bed at the back? Yes. We used to be so small. You could fit into like like a, a mini bed with yeah. like seven people. And I, <laughs> at the time, I had aspirations of being the next Jimi Hendrix and playing guitar. <laughs> I took approximately three lessons before I quit. Vaughn's very passionate at, at hobbies. Um, but yeah, so we all of a sudden we were sitting, lying there with another one of our friends. Who else was it? Uh, Schmaler Schmoiler. Yeah, Teo. Teo. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden... Still not doing names. Yeah, still, no, still no, no names. Uh, all of a sudden a guitar literally in my room strum and we could hear it. Do we have guitar noise set up? Uh, ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, was so that yeah, was so like? something yeah. happened, but dude, that my old house was haunted. I have a bunch of stories, but we're not going to dive into them. But yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, my, we'll dedicate an, a whole episode. I'll do a whole episode. going to dive into any more of them tonight? I don't know. Like, I don't want to d- dwell on it for too long. Well, because I, I do have another segue for the Halloween, just quickly but keep going bond oh, you can i on. mean you can dive into it essentially i'm just saying my old house was haunted i have a ton of the stories guitar, like some stuff happened but moral of the story just to answer just, the question you, you asked i ended up calling him joe joe yeah i wrote a paper on him How and uh paper? dude that's a whole other story Must have been a but minus. I, I think it was an a i got rigged let's on that. go that was like a that he was got like an a and got rigged what no the fuck? That, yeah, no okay a plus plus okay just a quick story here is that that was, a, was that was a speech. Six. No, that was a speech competition. Top three speeches. The winner, yeah. Got to present in front of the whole school. I'm not saying I wanted to, but I ended up getting a top three mark in the school, but, but I not... wasn't selected to speak in front of the school. Ooh, it was rigged for somebody who won <laughs> some other award. We're not going to get into it, that sounds, but I'm still bitter about it. That sounds similar to how I got snubbed <laughs> out of the yearbook. You know oh they my do, like, goodness, the most in grade 12, li- you most mean? Most likely to or best this. What, I got snubbed. Best style? Dude, I, they snubbed so s- many people that year. No, but so he got bad. snubbed especially. Yeah, you probably did. Because of some particular people want, on the yearbook committee yeah, you didn't get who maybe feel like know. I wronged them. Well, I think you did. Well, no. I think you've changed a lot. I think you did wrong them. You were them an asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> I Anyways. Think you, I think you wronged them. <laughs> I got snubbed. End of story. <laughs> Let's move on. So what I was just going to bring in Halloween really quickly, there's a law that I was listening to the radio that passed in some... I don't want to say Pennsylvania, but it was a state in the U.S. where... If you trick or treat after the age of thirteen, you can actually get a fine. I I think that's good. That's and that, hilarious. And then what's funny though? How old, I, how old should you be allowed to go? I think like it's, well, what's, 15. what's thirteen? What's I, I'm gonna say fifteen. Grade nine. Thirteen's grade eight. Oh, you turned fourteen in grade. I nine? think okay. Actually, you know what? When I think grade eight. When did everybody then. stop trick or treating? So, so grade, let's do it right here. Unfortunately for us, grade eight I think was grade the eight. last time we trick or treated, and then grade nine we went to a party. I think I old. I think I 
stop trick or treating in like grade seven. Like before I that. think I feel like like in grade eight, like I think you came out with me. I think I was kind of like we were probably the two oldest people out. That's not what happened in grade eight. In grade eight, we all went out a little bit together, and then we went to that person's house. True, and it was like yeah. a weird Halloween. It was like but here's here's one of the what last I'll say. We yeah, yeah, here's yeah, what yeah. I said exactly about that. So it seems as though, um, obviously, us three here, all well, other than you two, had different ages where they stopped. Yeah, and I stopped at about age seven. But what I really wanted to talk about was um, Halloween related. Yeah. Okay. You never see. Like as many kids Nowadays. as we experienced you used to have in our trick or treating days, like... you don't see that anymore, man. Where I grew up, you're lucky to have five people ringing the doorbell. I've never had a lot of people here, but I, I agree with you. We used to go out; there'd be literally hundreds of hundreds. kids on the road. And I was, and what inspired me to talk about this was I was watching a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah, love those movies. Yeah, and there was a part where like the daughter and the husband and then the girl he loved were all trick or treating, and it was like. A marathon, like people everywhere, like lineups at doors, lineups at so doors. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up two points that I think may have caused this. Edibles, one, being legalized. I don't think <laughs> edibles being legalized is <laughs> so three because so three that, that happened about ten days ago, and they have, they're not even released yet. <laughs> yeah, they're not even released. Have here you seen in Canada. those? Though people are like, oh, we don't, we don't want to be careful with edibles. Dude, I love those, I love those posts. It's like as if people are giving away their drugs like, to your fif- kids. Fifteen dollars for an edible, they're just giving it to every kid. Like, yeah, what? as if that's happening, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, but okay, so a couple yeah. of my theories are one, just where we live without getting into a big debate about it, housing has become very expensive that young families can't actually afford fair to live enough, here. Fair enough, yeah. Number two is I have like a kind of a feeling that a lot of kids aren't really trick or treating for as long. Like, I remember when I was younger, for seven hours, dude, I would go out for like hours at a time to trick or treat, and now I feel like kids probably go out for one hour, maybe like half hour to an hour the, top, so they're not hitting as well, many houses. And the law that it was in the state that passed all said you have to you can't trick or treat after 8 p.m., dude. I would trick or treat till freaking anybody 3 a.m. Bond and I would skip school oh, the next day, we'd trick or treat so late, dude. <laughs> I would come home. Home with just pillowcases full of candy. Like, I, I was dedicated. I would when, sprint between houses. When, when they left the bowl out there and the bowl was the only thing left, Bond took the bowl. I took the bowl. I, I didn't take the I left the candy on the porch. I took the bowl. <laughs> I would ransack housing. I would put up, I would dress up my guest room. I was a burglar. I would go in. I'd say, Where the fuck is the candy? I would have a gun <laughs> at 10. I'd have a gun. I'd point it up. I'd say, "Hand over the candy," and I would actually rob people for the candy. And so when would... you when you said trick or treat, you were the guy who had a trick. I was the trick, <laughs> and they said, "Wow, he's such a good costume." <laughs> and then I just you know grew out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You realize you can't dress up anymore. You can't, yeah. dress, I can't dress up. This can't ain't me. It. Can't do it. But uh, yeah, it's Halloween for you, so that's this week. So everyone, I'd say stay safe this Halloween, and let's see some good costumes. Stay safe, good costumes. I'll be sitting at home watching a scary movie, handing out candy. No cultural appropriation on Halloween. That's a big thing. That's nowadays. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> thing. Eh? That's a big. That's a big new addition to Halloween. I don't think I, I ever was like a, is a, good a risque thing. costume. I, I never really, but like you don't even realize sometimes the things you did. Yeah, as, maybe as like children. one day. The like most some photos the most risque costume I guess I had. I dressed up when I was in grade six as Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's taboo right now. That would be taboo, but, also, but people love it to this day. Like I, I show them the picture, and they're like, "What? This is you? That's hilarious!" I had the wig. My mom made the thriller jacket. Uh, I had the like the lo- the little penny loafers. Yeah, like I, it was pretty hilarious. It was and the I, early two thousand, and I went around, and people loved the costume. So, anyways, but that was my best costume. So yeah. I guess moving on from Halloween. James McElroy, Blades of Glory. That was me this year. That's your best costume. Yeah, yeah. you know well, that's my that's, costume this year. That's a good costume. I, I don't even remember the last thing my, it was. I think like a pirate or something. My best costume yeah, was the were... Joker when I did it in fourth year as well. Oh, we, that's when we all went. We together. all came to the Halloween party, and I I think my costume was good because 
I I I I guess I panicked or I I procrastinated. Who and are you? Where are you? Oh, you, were the, you were the ghost. Well, whoa, whoa, there's more to it than the ghost, man. So I did the yeah. classic sheet over your head with the eye holes and the mouth hole. It's so funny. But I didn't have a white sheet, so I actually used a beige sheet. And I was a ghost who just came back from vacation. Oh my Hilarious. gosh! And and people actually think that's creative. I, I didn't. I, no one knew what I was, and they would say, "Oh." You didn't know uh, your sheet's beige? Yeah, fuck you. I know exactly what color my fucking sheet is. Oh. And so, uh, anyways, <laughs> they didn't really think it was that funny. Yeah. But a lot of, actually, a lot of parents think it's hilarious. So yeah. I guess yeah. it's a, a You know, I joke. think. Uh, but why wouldn't ghosts go on vacation? Like, if, yeah, if, yeah. If, I mean, if, dude, you don't want to be like, a lot of ghosts, like as you said, like they're associated with like the cold weather and stuff. If you're up in northern Canada. Yeah, like, I don't know if they, they can. Maybe up in like the uh, Nunavut, Yukon. Like, come on. Like, they're going to go down. They're going to float on down to Florida. This brings up a good debate. And I was watching can something. Can ghosts drive, can they drive cars? That's a good question. That can wasn't they fly it. on planes. Like, if you're Dude. a ghost, maybe, yeah, you died before like planes were invented. But you don't act like you're in like a haunted house and people aren't going to mention like a plane. You're yeah, going to go find out what the fuck that so is. So, this is my question. Can ghosts. Pass, go like go underwater. Ooh, can they? Swim? Like they can walk through walls. They can walk through any type of. They, I would imagine yes, because they don't. Do well, they need oxygen? Well, well, what I'm saying they, is that's Matt, exactly. Matt I don't think they do. Is, do they come up for air? Are there materials that ghosts can't pass through? Is that a thing? Like maybe like lead, like an X-ray. But well, as, like what to what? The, like what are ghosts made out of? You what know who we need to ask our guide from the seance that we did. Oh, yeah. She was an expert. Because I think what yeah, Matt's saying is, they can go through water. Could they theoretically just like travel throughout the through the core of the planet? You know what I mean? Like, could they just go right through? Could like, they? Could, they, could they start in maybe Manitoba but it gets, like, and end up in China? They'd actually end up in the ocean, unless they turned. Okay, well, maybe well. they turned. <laughs> maybe they don't fucking turn, man. Like <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Like, I don't know. Like, I think that's a good question, but... I think we're Like, has on. anybody... So, essentially, what we're asking is, like, have anyone been, like, haunted by a foreign ghost? A ghost from maybe Europe. I don't know. Like, ghost. I think they're pretty attached to, like, where they died. That's yeah. We don't know all the things. I watched a lot ghost. of ghost videos on YouTube. Yeah. I think they're pretty attached to where, they're di- where they where uh, they died. Not a ghost podcast. <laughs> not a yeah, ghost not podcast. A ghost we're not a ghost so, podcast. So, <laughs> let's move on to the topic? pet peeve of the week. We're already oh. there? Yeah, man, this there. is, we've been, yeah, we've wow. been talking, we talked about Halloween and ghosts for a this long time. This is a ghost yeah, podcast. This is a good, is it, no, this, this is, is a not a ghost podcast. Halloween episode, Halloween, Halloween episode. episode, we're good, we're good. All right, well, uh, you want to go around the circle, we do want to do one at a time, how you want to do it, you want to start with me? I think, let's, I know you have the best I got pet one peeve, prepped. I got and one I know prepped. you're the, probably the most angry about your pet peeve, yeah. so let's dive into that one today. All right, so as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I was doing some grocery shopping for all these dips uh, we made over the weekend. And I, I took a solo mission to the grocery store. Um, it was a Sobeys for those who are interested. Walk, run, or drive? I, I drove. You had a lot of, to carry. It, well, I had, yeah, I had probably four reusable bags. Let's go. Yeah, reusable. Big, big reusable plug. We Good. ban plastic on this podcast. That's what I like. Other than our microphone material and our computer materials. But anyways, uh, I was shopping around for the the dip materials and i'm navigating the aisles and i have Are you my talking fresh produce here to put in these like spinach, spinach oh spinach yeah joke? fresh only I like, fresh i like that i'm only do anything from fresh because Lo- honestly in the long Lo- run it's, locally it's purchased good. i i try but locally the thing purchased. is just like avocados yeah you can't always get everything locally they don't make avocados in ontario 365 you know so ever but anyways so i had this list on my phone and i'm trying to go through it so there'd be there'd be times where i pause in between the aisles and this one time, I paused and I was able to look around. Okay. And I noticed oh, no. that there were parents who let their children 
navigate the carts. Ooh, they're not experienced drivers. Not even like the little ones, like how the big old? ones. How old? What's like? Mm. What's your limit on that? When do you learn how to operate? When do you learn how to operate a cart? At what well, age? clearly it annoys you. So what's the like the age limit for you? Well, this child in particular, one first one I'll talk about because there was, I was in the grocery store for probably an hour, and I saw two to three uh, incidents of careless driving out of these children. The, the child. Any injuries? Suffice that bond. I uh, nothing I know of, okay. but. But there were multiple injuries to the items on the shelves oh, that these kids unpurchased goods. Well, the thing is, they don't know; they can't fucking see over the handles. Part of it is they're limited. So, ability, in yeah. particular, he was at the end of the aisle, and at the end of the aisle, you have shelves, right, with chips, chips or whatever. It's on sale that oh, they want to promote. Yeah. And this Cereal, kid in particular, paper. This kid in particular is turning the car in between the aisles. Way too narrow a turn. Yeah, and he knocks over. Like three or four to five, even of these like Arizona iced teas. Is it someone's job to pick that up? And someone's job to pick it up. Okay. But the problem with me was I didn't see any parents supervising because a parent you'd think would say like, "Oh, Jimmy, don't fucking do that. Turn the car a little, a little." You know, and softer, this kid kind of yeah. looks back, and this old man goes and picks up all the the Arizonas, and the kid looks at me, and I and I look at this kid, and they say, "You better help pick those up." Did you say that to him? Well, you said this to a kid. I looked at him. We I made think he eye should contact. say it to a kid. Like, learn some discipline. Okay, all I right. looked at him. Cold and he looked at me. He did not respond. He actually evacuated the premises. But so he just drove on off. He no, drove no, on he's off. Not to, he's not trying to engage a stranger. That's, that's a hit and run. One. That's, that's a, a hit and run. Rule number one: don't engage strangers if you're a kid. I I support his decision. But it's a hit and run. <laughs> oh, oh, heavy hit and run. Yeah. It's a oh. So my pet peeve of the week sums up to be child hit. Don't let your ten year old kid. Who, as far as I'm concerned, at that age, they have some sort of, like, attitude. They think that they are better tenth, than what they well, are. Ten's a big deal. Ten's a big deal. You got to ten. You you hit from single digits to double digits. I remember having an attitude back then. I agree. It's, it, we need to put But it. at least supervise. Where yeah. are these parents? Probably too busy on their phones. Probably too busy fucking not giving a shit. They're Instagramming. Exactly. Thing, you know? So get these children under control. Damn It shouldn't be someone <laughs> else's problem, like this old man's problem, to hit, pick hit. up all these, these cans because they're going to fall. They're going to collapse. They're going to avalanche, man. You could have loss of product. So well, you think that these children should have their driver's license before being able to maneuver a shopper's car? Yeah, what, at what age are you responsible enough to handle one of those? It different depends. Should there be a test? So here's my thing. In the store if you're going to the grocery store with your kid, yeah. usually that's like a fun thing to do. Like, oh, you want to drive the cart? And they're like, yeah, mommy, please, please let me drive the cart. That's Matt's. Yeah, that's a kid. Okay. But you should be supervising them. This kid was fucking out of control. What I will say is I learned my biggest lessons unsupervised, so I appreciate that. That practice, you gotta, like learning your long. I'm lessons. not gonna lie, Matt. Like I can understand where you're coming from, but when I have a kid, as if I'm gonna be the one to push the grocery cart, like that's oh, gonna be bond. the one. Good point. Why do you? But here's the thing: what's gonna well, happen yeah. when that fucking kid hits me in the in the ankle? All right, <laughs> and cuts my ankle open. What's gonna happen? I'm gonna look at you and say, "Sir, you are fucking okay." I would punch <laughs> you square in the fucking mouth. I hope you I would, guys I would get fucking in the fight drop you in the grocery store when you both have kids. I would love to. Oh hear that man, story. If, if Bond's kid hit me with the <laughs> fucking grocery cart, man. I'll say, have fun driving that shopping cart while my kid's driving mine, you idiot. Well, obviously that kid is trained as a hit and run they said if you ever hit someone you get out of there before they can call the police you know what i think maybe that's a prime like example of their parent has clearly committed a crime in the past <laughs> and that kid gets the hell out because they know because they were what taught I, what i will say in my personal experience though 
I'm 24 years old, and you, I'll be damned if I don't smash that card into every aisle I'm driving down. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I get I get lost in looking at a couple of nutrition facts every once oh, in a while, and you're you're ramming some I'm, things. I, I'm a hazard in the grocery store. I agree when I have a grocery cart. I so I used to work in a grocery store, so I take pride, especially when they're knocking in, down the produce. It bruises easily. In the etiquette of navigating the grocery yes, store, yes, I work. All right, you too. don't you don't stand in front of things. You keep fucking moving. If you don't want to, then then or if you stand so, on the outside yeah, of the lane, get, get somewhere where okay. we're not blocking traffic. So I got a question. I've actually had a conversation with uh, somebody I know recently. So I'm that asshole. I guess I'm an asshole. You post up, eh? No, no, no. Okay. I'm the guy who like. I open up the refrigerator for milk. I don't grab the nearest one. I go to the back no, of that's the aisle. Good. That's good practice. No, but I've heard some grocery store people I've talked to recently. Really? I'm like the devil to them. No, because they're trying to get rid of the oldest stuff. They want to get rid of the older products. They're like, oh, you're one of those guys. And I'm like, yeah, I'm one of those guys. So I want my milk to, to last an extra three no. days. Okay, yeah, so fair. here's a little thing. Here's a little thing I'll put out. So I worked in the, the produce section. So rotating Arguably the lungs of the grocery store, correct? Yeah, 100%. So rotating is a big thing because, as we know, uh, FIFO, first in, first out. Yep. Right? So that's how they operate uh, in terms Not of inventory. Not FIFA, which is very similar. Yeah, absolutely. So, Bon, I, I commend you for doing that, and that's what I do. Now, don't worry too much about what the grocery store says because they're just trying to turn a profit. Yeah. So in terms of their inventory control, they can't of course, that's, from doing that's that. their best. You know, they, they have to follow that procedure. Yeah. But, yeah, they can't stop you from doing it, and that's how you should do it because that's the freshest product. So things like that, I like to buy at markets instead because it's always fresh. Farmers markets, it's same the way day, to go. it's same day. Forget the big shit, chain right? grocery stores. Yep. So Bond, don't worry about that. You're not an asshole for doing that. I appreciate that. That is just fucking bullshit. And yeah, I just personally felt attacked because you stared me in the eye as you said all those pretty explicit terms. But uh, yeah. well, it's because you you used to work in a grocery store as well, so I feel as if you you share some of those same opinions. I, I do share some of the same opinions. I was kind of a bad boy in the grocery store. I was a cashier, and for me, it was always what can I get away with. Um, so for the first one, it seems ironic now considering the practice that I, I I hold. But I wouldn't charge people for grocery bags. For me, I think the idea of charging someone five cents is a joke in terms of actually combating plastic bag sales. So it just seems like a slap in the face to think, like, you say five cents you're charging as if you're mitigating this problem, but you're really not because no one cares about five cents. Um, yeah, I was a cashier, and at the time, there were not many male cashiers. and So you're, you're a revolutionist of I, cashiers. I wouldn't call myself a revolutionist, but I saw an opportunity where I could fill a role that was... You know what's funny? Ever since you were a cashier, yeah. I've noticed a trend in the... The GTA, the more <laughs> cashiers are now the male gender. Well, it's not to say that I was a trailblazer. That was just where the trend was going at the time. And I was just part of that. You're part of it. You're part of a movement. Man. Don't ever sell yourself short. I was part of it. I was part of it. Um, yeah. So I also love working at the grocery store. Is that, would you like count like maybe plastic bags as your pet peeve? So my biggest week? pet peeve still, as we're talking about grocery stores, like you go to the, we've we seen all the di- like the data. We know plastic bags suck. We know there's too many of them and we know we can't do anything with them. And still, you go in there and you see like maybe one in four people at best aren't use like taking plastic bags. Maybe half, but so many people are still getting plastic bags. Like you want you want the grocery store to provide uh, paper bags. I don't even think like well I they think... do. They're like cost like a dollar like so to for... get the paper bags. Oh, sorry, not paper. Sorry, I thought you meant reusable. Uh, to me, what I'm saying is like we're at a point in society where literally it shouldn't be hard for everyone to just have reusable bags when they go to the grocery store. Well, what annoys me when I see like people is let's say like I've forgotten my reusable bags every once in a while. Yeah. I try to leave them in the car. If I forget them, I forget them. You're gonna bring them inside. But if you can, if you buy like four to eight items, you can carry that stuff out no problem. Or even if you have more, like just. 
put it in a cart and then wheel that cart to your car, take that to your car. and then take that out. Like, yeah, it's a bit of a no, it's like a little bit annoying to bring into your house, but like at the end of the day, come on, no one needs plastic bags anymore. We're definitely past that. This is a big thing that we can do to combat uh, so easy. anything it's, it's environmental. Just so, it's just an easy thing to do. So my Super thing is easy. like, think about this. Any movie you've seen that dates back to like the 70s mm-hmm. or anything like that, when they go to the grocery store, what do they have? Paper bags. Paper bags. Yeah. So when did it become... What I will say. When, when was the switch over to be like, it oh, probably plastic became, is better. It probably became too expensive. Well, plastic was just made cheaper and more like it's sturdier, right? But I will say, I don't even agree with necessarily paper bags as a solution. Because of the trees. Because it still has, when we have an opportunity, like a solution that's carbon, like just better. And taking from our resources. Yeah. And like we already have, we already have enough reusable bags on the planet. I guarantee for everyone to have one for free, let alone we need to make more of them. But yeah. Yeah. We don't like, need to. Like Bond said, I probably have about 30. Reusable bags. That, yeah. That you you so never many. bring them. You I never bring them. them. But, so I guess the message needs to be clearer that like this is something that's important. You need to bring your really grocery store. Like my thing is like my gym bag stays in my car. Mm-hmm. So if I go grocery shopping and I don't have a bag, like I will literally gym just bag. bring in my gym bag, put shop with my gym bag. So on, hold on. Let me get something straight. There. You keep your gym bag in your car. So yes. when do you ever wash your shorts oh. and shirts? Oh. <laughs> so do you use the same shorts and shirt Bond every time? No. Okay. So I bring them in and then I bring my gym bag oh. back out. I go to the gym in the morning. So that's usually with me I, at all times. I thought the secret was going to be he doesn't wear shorts or a shirt in the gym. <laughs> I just work out he naked. Per- he personally trains you naked. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I think, I, I just think overall we're at a point in life where like, Re- reusable bags are definitely necessary. Everyone knows and about them. It's I think secret. most people our age don't really use the gr- plastic grocery bags anyway. If you do, just try to find a way to so reuse those. So like reuse yeah, them as a garbage bag or something. That's a like that's a given. But you it's can super re- you easy. Can recycle them. You usually take them back to your grocery store to recycle. Yeah, that's them. a good environmental shout out that you guys. Yeah, just, just a, a little, good message. We do peeve. care about the environment, so we'll move on to my pet peeve. I'm not going to go into too much depth here. We're going into depth. We're not going to go into that much depth. (laughs) But for me, something that drives me absolutely insane. Have you ever been at someone's place? Spit it out! And they decide to clip their nails. In front of you! In front of you. Oh, you're there! Or even like in the bathroom. (laughs) With you there. Okay, the sound of somebody clipping their nails to me is worse than nails on a chalkboard. Are you serious? Dude, the sound of somebody clipping their nails... To me, makes me want to just leave and never come back to well, anywhere I've been. I, I hate that sound. Like, I'm okay when I do it myself. I guess I don't know why. You can you can bite on a towel dude, or something. Like, and get it if over my it. girlfriend is clipping her nails, or like anybody I know is clipping their nails, and they leave the bathroom door open, even if the bathroom's door is closed, and I can hear it, turn the fan on or turn the TV on or something. I can't listen to that sound at. Oh man, it drives me insane. Wow. I, actually, I actually have to like you leave. Find a few things. I like the sound and Bond. I think this is a little bit directed at me because dude, I have to. I have leave, a bad man. habit. Did you clip your nails for, with him? No. Or? Well, even this is even worse. I have a bad habit of biting my nails. Ooh, I, I bite my nails. I'm okay so with you nails. Bite, you're biting. Dude, that's fine. I don't care if people can, leave their nails somewhere. Like nothing like that. You would like sleep on a bed of fingernails. I could sleep. <laughs> I don't think I do that. Like, essentially, like seeing them doesn't matter. It's the sound of clipping your nails to me that just absolutely drives me. Up a wall okay i can't do it i just can't handle it i lo- i think this i think the sound is better than like the thought of someone you're biting nails. clearly a psychopath i've been told that before so interesting way to use your master's degree to diagnose that but i will say <laughs> i i i think it's a bad diagnosis so you like the sound of it oh no i think of matt being a psychopath oh i think he's still a psychopath. Oh, okay. okay thank you that's that means a lot though. sociopath <laughs> 
Hmm. Not phobia fuck? Noah, <laughs> any pet peeves from you? <laughs> I thought we already addressed Noah's. Oh, yeah, so no. if anyone forgot, I'm just not a big fan of single use plastic in general. That is how fast Bond just neglecting Noah right there. <laughs> Sorry, I was literally just like, we talked about bringing up pet peeves, and ever since then, I've just been thinking about fucking nail clippings. Yeah, nail fair clippings, enough. It's in you, and, and it's... it's just in me, and I just can't get rid of it. All right, so I guess that's everyone's pet peeves for, uh, for the week. One thing uh, before we sign off here. So, uh, <laughs> was last week... We Thanks. we forgot to mention how you can reach out to us. So if you right. ever want to reach out to us, either it's on Bond's personal training, um, my addiction to swearing, um, or even Noah's weird obsession with tight leotards, <laughs> then you can reach us at tandembicycleblog oh, yeah, at gmail.com. Spell it. Uh, I'm not going to spell that out. Tandem. T-A-N-D-E-M-B-L-O-G at gmail.com. Send us an email. We will respond to you. That's a personal guarantee. We will respond. But anyways, I hope you've enjoyed it. Two of us are full-time unemployed right now, so we have a lot of time to respond. I would say we're employed. Look at what we're doing right now. This is incredible. This is a commitment. We are reaching out to the people of the world, letting them know the message. Does employed mean to you getting a paycheck? Because to me, oh, well, we're not getting a paycheck. I think employed and occupied. I mean, I'm getting a paycheck and fun. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, we're gonna leave it at that. Not all money is dollar signs. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us on uh, show number two, and we will be. Uh, oh fuck. We'll see you on the next full moon. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy, everybody. <laughs>